Hey queen, what's up girl? Welcome back to Cash In On Confidence. It's your girl, the Tiffany Wynn, and I'm really jazzed to share today's episode with you. This is actually a recording from a free coaching Friday training that I did inside of the Facebook group. If you are not in the Facebook group, you have to come join us. We have so much fun in there. I've been doing lots of free trainings and free coaching Fridays and all the goodness, so many tips and things that I'm giving away in that group. You can join us at tiffanywinvip.com. But this coaching session actually ended up becoming like a mini niche training. So most of the questions revolved around finding your niche, what to post in your niche, and all of that good stuff. So today's episode, I'm really just considering this to be a niche training. And I think you're going to get so much value from it. You're going to absolutely love it. I cannot wait to hear what you think. Tag me on Instagram at the Tiffany Win once you hear it and tell me what your favorite part about it was or what you learned from this. But this is going to be such a great training for you. If you want even more from this and you're like, oh my gosh, I got so much from this. I want to work with you one-on-one identifying my niche, identifying how to create content around that niche, then you can shoot me a message on Instagram at the Tiffany Wynn and we can look at and see what would be the best fit for us to work together, whether that be just a 30-minute power coaching session, a five-day chat intensive, or even working together one-on-one long-term. We can really identify what the best fit is for you. All right, queen, let's dive into today's episode. Fix that crown, take a seat on that throne. We are going in. Hey, queen, welcome to the Cash In on Confidence podcast, the show for social sellers who want to make a big impact and income. We are on a mission to transform the network marketing space by challenging societal standards and industry norms. I'm Tiffany Wynn. After spending years running circles in my business, I finally ditched the grind for grace and built a multiple six-figure social selling empire. Around here, we mix faith with action to build businesses that pursue our purpose, use our gifts for glory, and align with our soul goals. If you're ready to grow against the grain and go from overwhelmed to overflowing, uncertain to unstoppable, striving to thriving, and turn that next level confidence into cash, then take a seat on that throne and fix your crown queen because we're about to pray, slay, and get paid. All right, here we go. I just have no idea what my niche um, even might be. I've been trying to figure this out. All right, so when it comes to niche, your niche can really be who, so, so a lot of times people think, oh my gosh, my niche has to be related to what I'm selling or what I'm talking about. And it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be. Your niche can actually be three different things, okay? So your niche can either be who you're talking to, meaning the type of person that you're wanting to attract. Your niche can be the what. So your niche can be what you want to talk about. It could be the thing, the topic, the theme, the overall thing that you are trying to do. And then um, it could also be the how. So your niche could also be how you help people, how you serve people, how you do things. So looking at those three things, let's say you're going to do a who is your as your niche. You're going to look at who 
you want to talk to. So let's say your niche is going to be motherhood. So if your niche is motherhood, the person you're trying to attract is moms, right? And so your content then needs to be around motherhood. It needs to be content that is going to attract and bring moms into your world. And, and so your content is going to be related to all things about being a mom. It doesn't necessarily have to be related to what it is that you sell. So you might say, I want to attract moms. That's my person. Those are the people that I connect with the most. Those are the people who I want to help, who I want to connect with. And so your content is going to be around motherhood. But let's say you sell makeup. It has, you know, it's not really, ha it doesn't really have to do with motherhood, but there is a way that if you're bringing people into your world, into your, into your world through motherhood content, when you sell whatever it is that you have to offer, you're going to connect it back to the person that you're attracting. So you're going to connect what it is that you have to offer back to motherhood. So you might say, you guys, I wear this makeup because it is so fast for me to be able to put it on. You guys, look, I have a kid like sitting right here. I'm able to put this makeup on with one hand because it is so simple to use. So even though I'm not necessarily talking about makeup on my feed, and that's not necessarily what people are coming into my world for, when I do happen to go to sell, I'm going to connect it back to the thing and the reason why people came into my world. Does that make sense? So if I am, you know, gonna make my, my person, I'm going to attract, you know, women over 40, and so all of my content is going to be related to women over 40, and when I go to talk about, let's say, if I, you know, sell health supplements, I'm going to use why I use these health supplements as a woman over 40. I'm not, but let's just pretend as a woman over 40, let's, you know, connect it back to the niche. Does that make sense? So your niche can either be what related to what you sell, or it might not be, right? It might be something different. It might be who you're trying to attract. It could be what you're trying to attract them with. So if it's going to be the what, then that means that you're going to talk about a specific topic, right? It's going to talk about the specific topic. So let's say your, your niche is going to be health, right? Your niche is going to be health. So all of your content is going to be related to health, right? It's going to be related to, or let's even break it down even further. Let's say we're going to talk about your, your what is going to be all natural, right? So maybe it's going to be non-toxic, all natural, clean stuff. And so all the things you talk about on your feed are going to be related to all toxic, all natural stuff. So you could talk about all natural and non-toxic skincare. You could talk about all natural and non-toxic supplements. It could be, um, you know, just you could go into so many different things, but the overall theme and why people come into your world is because they're also interested in non-toxic stuff. And then it could also be the how. So your how could also be your niche, how you help people. So maybe you help people through um, human design, right? So that's something I'm getting into right now. I've been really digging into human design. So let's say you help people with human design. It's the how. It's how you help people. And so I, if I was going to niche down into human design, then I could talk about human design, 
you know, with your kids and how you can use human design as a mom. I could talk about how you use human design in your work or at your job. I could talk about how to use human design in a business. I could talk about how to use human design for yourself or in your relationships or whatever, but it's the how that I am helping people. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, I've been stuck on the how, but to know that there's a who and a what is helpful and that makes sense. So now I feel better about my niche. Oh, yay. Good. Awesome. Yeah. So your niche can either be, you know, the person that you're trying to help, what you're trying to help them with or how you're trying to help them. Okay. So it really can be, you know, any of those different things. So let's say that it's not the who, but it's the what you're trying to help them with. You're trying to help them with non-toxic, all clean ingredients. You might attract moms that are, you might attract people that are 20, but you also might attract people that are 50. You might attract people that are men and you might attract people that are women, right? So do you see how when it's not about the who, you can attract really a wide range of people, but it's going to all be people who are interested in that thing. Okay. So if I looked at the how, right, so I might be, you know, talking about human design. So my how I help people is through human design. So I can attract a wide range of people, but my how is what people are going to be connected with. It's going to, I'm going to attract people who are interested in learning about human design. It could be a wide range of people, but if I look, but it's all going to be people who are related to human design. So a person who's maybe not into that, I'm going to repel them. I'm, they're not going to be interested, right? So even though the, the type of person that I am tra attracting might be different, how they want, what they want to learn about is going to be what brings them in, right? Does that make sense? Um, I'm definitely stuck on the how. I'm great about talking about mindset, but I'm not great at being specific about it. So who is your person then? So if you know that you know what you what you want to talk about, you want to talk about mindset, all right? So you know, you know your what. You know what you want to talk about. You want to talk about mindset. So then let's look at, are you looking to talk to support a specific type of person? Is there a specific type of person that you want to help with mindset? Or is there a specific way that you want to help them with their mindset? Do you want to help them through journaling? Do you want to help them through um, breath work? Or do you want to help them through a specific modality? You want to help them through a specific, you know, technique or structure or thing that's then what you would bring into your content. Or if you want to speak to a specific type of person, maybe you want to help moms with their mindset, or you want to help women over 40 with their mindset, or you want to help women who are going through a divorce with their mindset, or you want to help women who are, or you want to help, you know, women in their 20s who are, who have just graduated from, you know, college or are just getting started in the workforce. You want to help them with their mindset and dealing with, you know, you know, all of those young people things, right? Like, so what is it that you, who do you want to help or what do you want to help them with? How do you want to help them? Because mindset is really broad and there's really so much you can talk about when it comes to mindset. But when you start to get specific, it really helps you with creating content because then you know exactly what you want to talk about. So I know a lot of times we think, well, if I narrow down, if I get too niche specific, if I get 
to narrow it down in what I'm talking about, then I'm going to, you know, not be able to, I'm not going to know what to talk about because I can't talk about, but it actually is the opposite. The more you narrow down in your niche, the easier it is to create content because you know exactly what you're supposed to say to that person, right? So I bounce back and forth between helping moms or women in their 30s. So really look at what you feel like you're able to what you're able to who you're able to really support the most right and and as you grow so when it comes to a niche when you're first starting you want to really be niche specific because that's what's going to bring people into your world right but as you grow and expand then your niche can grow and expand too but when you're first starting, you really want to have a really zoned in, narrowed down niche because that is what's going to help people find you, right? That's what's going to help people be attracted into your space when they feel like that close connection to you, right? When it's like, oh, I like what she's talking about, but it really doesn't feel like it's supposed to be for me. That's when people don't really get that connection, the more that you can narrow in on your niche, the more people are going to feel a connection. So you could, yes, you could say, I just help moms. But if you could then take it a step further and say, I help moms with this, then that is going to make it even deeper. And they're going to be able to feel even more connection. So if you can say, like, I help moms with um, their mindset you know, or, or toddler moms, like if you could make it even no, more narrow, I help toddler moms with their mindset as they're going through, you know, those, those beginning years, or I help stay at home moms, or I help, right. The more you can narrow in, the more people are going to feel connected because then the person who's like, well, I, I just, I, I like what she talks about, but I don't feel like it's specifically for me. It eliminates that. Right. Um, so you're right about that there there's mind wait there's no clarity when I say I work with mindset there so so many areas mindset can be worked with yes exactly so you want to kind of figure out where you want to go where you want to start and just know that this isn't like the end all of your journey you can start with moms but then you can expand it as you go or you can start with women over you know women in their 30s and then expand it into motherhood as you grow. But you just want to make it because that's going to make your content even easier to create. Because when you know that you're helping moms with mindset, think about all the ways that you could, all the content you could create around that topic. But then when you say, I just help people with mindset, then it's like, but where do I talk about? Like, there's so many different things I can talk about. But when you look at it as like more narrowed in, then you're able to really figure out exactly what to say and how to say it to that specific person person does that make sense um let's see okay so since I'm a mom in the boutique fashion world maybe I should try and attract moms so I would be posting about mom life how when I became a mom I kind of lost myself lost my style yes exactly that is exactly it Kristen so and then on your feed so here's the way I look at it your feed is not to sell your feed is to attract your feed is to draw people into your world. It's to get them to know you, connect with you, and trust you. That is what your feed content is for. So your feed content is there to attract and bring people in. It's to get people to fall in love with you, get people to understand who you are, get people to feel that connection and like they understand you, like they get you. 
you want to get people to be like, oh my gosh, I love this chick. She's so awesome. She's so incredible. And she really knows what she's talking about around this thing, right? And so you're going to create content around motherhood. But then where you sell is in your stories, or if we're talking about Facebook, it would be like in a Facebook group, right? That's like your store. Your stories and your Facebook group is then like your store. So you bring people into your world through your motherhood content. But then on the back end in your store, that's when you bring up what it is that you have to offer them, but you connect it back to motherhood, right? And so you're going to then in your stories be like, oh my gosh, y'all, did anybody else feel like they completely lost their style when they were a mom? I was, I had clothes in my closet from high school. And when I was getting dressed, I was like, who am I? And so when I found this boutique, it helped me find my own spunk, my own spark, my own sense of self again. And I started to feel like I wasn't just a mom anymore, but I started to feel like I was me again, right? Do you see how I just did that? And so I connected it to the moms because the people now in my world, the people that I just attracted into my world are moms, right? So what can I say to the mamas that are going to help them connect with me as I am talking about this thing, right? And so then you're going to help them see why they would want to shop with you. Why would they want to go buy new clothes? Well, it's because I'm trying to help you find your, find your spark again, find your spunk, find your style. And then the content you could create could be like mom outfit headed to work, mom outfit headed to the gym, mom outfit headed to dinner and drinks, mom outfit headed to the playground, mom outfit headed to, you know, a kid's party, right? And so you're showing people ideas of what they could wear, but it's connecting back to your specific person that you are attracting through your niche. Does that make sense? Um, all right, so let's see what else you said. I feel like niching down to moms and then as I grow, I can maybe think expanding it to just women in their 30s. Yeah, that's that could totally be how you how you grow and you expand, right? But you have to start somewhere and you have to, if you, if you want to attract people, you have to speak to people. Social media is a completely different world right now than it was uh, even six months ago. And before, you could attract people simply being you, simply talking about your life and who you are and what you do and what you like. That could attract people into your world a year ago. But now people follow people for substance. They follow people because they want to know what they're going to get out of the equation. What are you going to give to me? Why should I give you a follow? Why should I why should I consume your content? Right? Why should I want to be in your world? Tell me. Like right? Like you have to show people why they would want to be in your world and just talking about yourself and your life and what you like and what you do and who you are doesn't cut it anymore you have to give people a reason why they're going to follow you and that comes through the three e's entertaining content um empowering content and educational content when you can help people and you can provide value to people. You can either make them feel better about themselves or make them feel happy or make them feel more confident or make them feel more, you know, at ease. If you can teach them something, 
empower them to do something or make them feel better through your entertainment, through who, who you are, how you show up, that's when people are going to pay attention. That's when people click the follow button and that's when they keep coming back for more when you're giving them something, right? And so in order for people to feel that connection, you have to create content that is going to speak to that person, right? There's so many like reels that I think are so awesome, right? Like as I'm scrolling, I'll be like, oh my gosh, that reel is so funny or oh my gosh, it's such a great reel. And then I go to that person's page and it's like, a little bit of everything and it's all over the place. And I was like, well, that was one funny reel, but I'm not gonna click follow because the rest of their content really doesn't connect with me. I don't really enjoy or feel connected to the rest of their content. That's why you wanna have a niche and that's why you wanna stick within your niche because as people are finding you on social media, you want to make sure that when they see you, they wanna keep coming back for more because what you're giving them is content of value. You're consistently showing up, giving that one specific person what they desire. So if you're gonna create content for moms, you wanna create all of your content wrapped around motherhood so when that person sees that one reel or sees that one post and then they go to your feed to see what else there is, they're like, wow, Everything she talks about, I feel so connected to. Everything she talks about, I really love. I'm going to follow. And I want to know more, so I'm going to go in the stories. They go in your stories. They see that you sell clothes. They see that you coach. They see that you have this, that you do that, that you sell this. And they're like, I am so obsessed with this. This is so awesome. That's how it works, right? Okay. So question about my feed. I help single mothers post-trauma recovery find their voice and reclaim their confidence. So in my feed, should I only be co posting content related to that and not my other content? 100%. That's kind of what I was just talking about. You want your feed content to be exclusively what your niche is. I would say like 95% of your content on your feed needs to be related to your niche. I will give you like one post every six, seven posts that can venture off of what your niche is because here's the thing about, here's the thing about social media now. Before you would make a post and it would be like, you would have like 24 hours to have that post, you know, be seen and visible. And then it was kind of just like obsolete and it didn't really matter anymore. So you could kind of hop all over the place and post whatever you wanted. But now people are binging content because of the way social media is set up now. When people go to your feed, they find you, you know, Instagram is randomly pushing your, your content on that person's feed. They like it. They go to your page to check you out, see what you're all about. And so they're going to be looking to see, do I want to continue to be in this person's space? Do I want to continue to follow this person? Or do I want to, you know, say this was a cute reel, this was a funny reel, this was a great reel, I like this one, but you're not someone that I wanna to continue to be around or continue to consume. So if you make that one reel and then they go to your feed and there's like 60 other different topics on there, they're like confused, they're like, well, I like this one, but everything else I'm not confused about. So your content now isn't one and done. Your content now lives on because people are going to binge your content 
when they come to your feed if it is juicy enough. If you have juicy content, people are gonna go and they're gonna scroll your feed and they're gonna be like, oh, this is so good. Oh my gosh, that was great. Oh my gosh, this. Oh my gosh, this one's so awesome, right? And they're going to consume your content all in one space. So it's not just one and done. It's not a 24 hour thing anymore. Your content is supposed to be for the long game. That's why I don't trip if I post something and it flops. Because I'm not worried about who saw it today. I'm thinking about all of the people that at some point are going to find that piece of content and are going to be like, oh, this was amazing. Oh my gosh, I'm freaking obsessed, right? Because I know that so at some point, a person's gonna find my feed and they're going to scroll and they're gonna get lost in my content and next thing you know, they've scrolled down a year. And every single thing that they saw was like warming them up, making them hot, getting them excited to want to buy from me. And so when I think content, I'm not just like, what do I want people to see today? I'm thinking, what is something that is going to be so juicy that someone that sees this three months from now is going to still be like, whoa, this was so good, right? And so in order to create that experience, your content has to be consistently about the same thing. It has to be consistently on the same topic in the same realm of information, of, of theme, because that is what is going to get people to connect with you. But if you're talking about this and you're talking about that, then it, it, it creates the disconnect. And then people aren't sure what to, what to expect from you anymore. Now in your stories, that's when you can do all of all the, all the stuff, your stories, you can bring it all up. But on your feed, you want to be talking about one specific thing. And I don't even really sell in my feed. I might in my caption bring up like, and I have a masterclass coming up. If you want, you know, more info, drop a flame or shoot me a DM or click the link in my bio. I might bring it up in my content, but my intention on my feed is not to sell stuff to people. My intention on my feed is to warm people up, get them hot, make them feel the heat so that when I do bring up what I have to offer in my stories, they're already ready to click the link and buy. My feed content is to raise the temperature. My feed content is to get people hot, spicy, ready to click buy immediately the second that I drop anything in my stories. So I, I would say like 95% of my content is just to warm people up. I might rarely on a rare occasion make a post specifically to sell, but that rarely, rarely happens. And I rarely, rarely bring up and create content that isn't somehow connected back to my niche. Okay, does this make sense? All right. Okay, okay, perfect. Okay, so I feel like my marketing posts are all over the place because I will post about mindset around your kids, but then also generic mindset. So I should just narrow down and post more specifically about one or the other, 100%, yes. You want to narrow down and you want to specifically post about that one thing because that's what's going to keep people coming back 
that also you guys so i know the algorithm is like this big scary thing for people and people are like oh my gosh the algorithm is out to get me but the algorithm can actually be our friend y'all because the algorithm's job is to figure out what you're talking about so it can push your content in front of the right people but if your content is all over the place then the algorithm's like i don't know what the heck this chick is talking about so i'm not going to show her content to anybody because i can't figure out but if your content is consistent and you're consistently bringing up the same topic consistently using the same key terms then the algorithm's like oh she talks about mindset for moms and so then the algorithm's like i'm gonna show this content to all the other women that i know are engaging with other content that's mindset for moms that's how you get the algorithm on your side that's how you train the algorithm to work for you is when you are consistent about what you're talking about to the point that the algorithm can figure out what it is and then it starts sharing your content to the right people think about it when you go to your feed you're seeing typically the same types of content right like if you go to my feed if you were to go to my instagram and you would scroll you're going to see mom content you're going to see content around like reality tv like real housewives and that kind of stuff and you're going to see content around like millennial stuff because that's the content that i engage with the most so the algorithm's job is to keep me on the app they want to keep me scrolling so if they're going to keep me on the app they better give me content that i'm telling them i like I'm tell you teach the algorithm what you like by what you engage with on your feed, right? So if you go to your feed and you look at what kind of content the algorithm is putting in front of you, it's because you've been consistently engaging with that type of content. So if you want the algorithm to work for you and you want the algorithm to start putting content in front of your ideal person, you have to create content that the algorithm is going to be able to figure out what it is that you're talking about. So when you're consistently creating the same type of content, it's so much easier for the algorithm to figure out. I think about the um, the the Instagram account, big big feelings, big what is it? Big feelings, little people, or something like that. But it's like an account, and all they talk about on that account is helping moms deal with their little ones' big feelings helping them learn how to deal with tantrums, helping moms learn how to deal with, you know, when their kids are not listening or, you know, how, how to like just navigate those kinds of things as a mom. That's all their content is. Guess how many people they have following them? A lot. Why? Because when I go to that account, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get support for my helping my kids in motherhood. I know what to expect. The algorithm knows what to expect. It's made it easy for both the consumer and the algorithm to want to be there because they know what they're going to get and they know it's going to be something of value. I know I'm not going to go on that page and one day they're talking about fashion. Because if I went on that page and one day they're talking about fashion, I would be like, what the heck? Right? And then if the next day they're talking about how they went on a fishing trip, then I'm like, what? Why would I care? Why would I care that they went on a fishing trip? But if they talked about that in their stories, I'd be like, oh, that's really sweet. That's super cute. But on the feed, 
to see the reason I followed that account. Okay, does that make sense? All right, how do people find out about your group? Just talking about it in your stories 100%, right? So I just talk about my group and my stories. I'll drop the link in my stories. I'll, you know, say like, oh my gosh, y'all, I'm going live today. Don't forget to join my group. Uh, I send it out when I do email marketing. I'll, you know, remind people to join my group. Um, I, I will tag it on Facebook. So like if I make a Facebook post, I'll tag my group in the Facebook post and I just continue to push it out there and all the different places to remind people to join. Um, how do you attract the people of your niche to your personal page? I was told not to post on my business page because Facebook rarely shows those posts. Then more than that, do I need to remove people off my personal page that doesn't fit my niche? I'm not sure if I'm making sense. You're making perfect sense. So I'm assuming you're talking, yeah, so you're talking about Facebook. So Facebook and Instagram are a little bit different when it comes to this. Instagram, you 100% want to be in your niche. You 100% want to stick to creating content relevant to your niche on Instagram. On Facebook, you can break out of that niche a little bit because Facebook is more, so there's a different vibe between Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is very much, I wanna attract strangers into my world. Whereas Facebook is more like, I don't want strangers in my world. I only want people I know. I only want people who I have things in common with. I only want people who are closely connected to me through family, friends, that kind of vibe, right? So Facebook is more of like a closed off, I don't want outsiders in my world kind of vibe. Whereas Instagram, whereas Instagram is a lot more, everybody is welcome here. Come on in. I'm so excited to get a new follower, right? So it's, a, it's two different vibes. So what I will say to this is Facebook, you can branch out a little bit more outside of your niche. You can bring up like, you know, things outside of that, but in your group. So Facebook, your group is where you want to really stick to your niche. So it's almost like opposite of Instagram. On Instagram, your feed, you really want to be niche, but in your stories, you can branch away a little bit. On Facebook, your feed can be a little bit branched away, but your group, you want to be really niche specific, right? So like if people join your group on Facebook and they're like, this is a group for fashion and beauty, but then you start talking about like, your kids and you start talking about you know random stuff that doesn't relate to that then people are going to leave the group because they're like why did I join this group for that reason right it doesn't really make sense so I would say if you're going to use Facebook mostly for your marketing then what you're going to want to do is use your use your your personal page more so for making connections and then use your group to sell so your your Facebook personal page really isn't going to be a space where you're trying to attract new people in there. You're really more so using your Facebook page to connect your Facebook, your personal page. Does that make sense? Okay. Is it okay to go live on your main page? Like a try on? Yeah, you can definitely do that on your main page. You can do like try ons, things like that. And I would then either link your group. If you're doing it on your, um, Facebook page, I would link the group to your live so people know that they're like when they're watching the live to join your group if they want to continue to see more of that style of content. And so, and then I would make like a, a preview post before that says something like, you know, 
Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I, you know, have this boutique that I am so in love with. It's so fun. I'm going to be going live to do a try on, you know, at this time here, you know, be sure to join me or whatever like that. So people have a heads up of like why you're, why you're doing that. Does that make sense? Um, I definitely don't feel like I am talking to people. I kind of feel like I'm just talking. Yeah. You need to, you need to, like when I create content, I'm thinking about who I'm talking to. Like I can picture my, my girl in my head when I'm creating content, I'm like, Ooh, she is gonna, Oh, this is gonna really warm her up. She is gonna really feel this one, right? Like I, I can imagine what she's thinking when she reads that post. I imagine like how she feels when she consumes that post. Like I am so zoned in on my person and I'm creating content that I know she's going to be like, oh, oh my gosh, this is so good, right? So rather than just being like, oh, I'm trying to attract everyone and I hope everyone loves this, I'm thinking about my one girl. I'm thinking about my one chick who I'm like, oh, she is gonna love this. It's gonna be so good, right? Um, Let's say, so you wouldn't make um, reels ever on the clothing. So that kind of just depends on what you're going to niche into. So if you're going to niche into motherhood, you can make a reel related to clothing, but it would need to connect back to motherhood. Right. And so, yes, exactly. Yeah. So you could base the reel off of mom looks. Exactly. So you would want it to connect back to your niche in some way. So if you're going to do fashion and you're going to do, you know, clothes, you would want your reel to be related to mom looks. So you might do like, I've seen like the cute reels where it's like a person walking out the door and they're like in different looks. And so it's like a mom on her way to, you know, school drop off. And she's like in like sweats and like her hair is up in a top knot. And she's like, you know, kind of not all the way put together. And it's like mom headed to school pickup and she's like all cute and has her outfit on. So you, you could do stuff like that because it's connecting back to motherhood and your audience that you're attracting is still going to get it. Your audience is still going to get it. it. It would be different if you're like, okay, I'm going to create my niche and I'm going to build my brand around motherhood. But then all of a sudden you create a post and you're talking about vitamins and people are like, huh? You're like, you guys, these vitamins are so amazing. Unless you talked about vitamins and you were like, you guys, I have two little ones. They keep me so busy. It is you know, I don't get a lot of sleep at night. My little one still wakes up, you know, multiple times throughout the night. But these vitamins have been a game changer for me because they really help me to increase my energy throughout the day when I'm feeling like I'm about to hit a wall, right? And so you're connecting the dots between who you're trying to attract, the person that you're bringing in, and what it is that you're, you know, talking to them about. Does that make sense? Do you feel like Instagram is a better platform than Facebook? I feel like Instagram is a different platform than Facebook. So I think you can be successful in both. I prefer Instagram because I know that my person prefers Instagram. I know that my person that I'm trying to bring in likes Instagram. But I think you can be successful in both. And I don't think there is a right or wrong platform to build and grow your business. I think they're just different and you have to have a different mindset approach around each one because they are different, right? So you can't usually, can't really use the same approach on Facebook that you do on Instagram. So like I was just saying, if you're going to build on Facebook, what you really want to do is use your personal page 
for connection. Use your personal page to get people to feel connected to you through your content. And then you use your group to sell. And then you use your group to talk specifically about the thing that you are offering. Okay. So, so my business is self-care. Self-care can literally be anything that brings peace and joy to your spirit to help you get through the day. Do you have any tips on how I can niche down? So you could have, you know, it could be, who, who is the self-care for? And I know, and I know this can be so hard when you have a product that you're like, it could be for literally anyone, right? Like moms can use it, you know, old people can use it, young people can use it. Like it could be for anyone which is great. And the thing about a niche is even when you niche down, you're, you're not going to not attract people outside of that niche. You will still get people outside of that niche who come into your world, right? So like when I was super niched into motherhood, which I'm not really as niched into that anymore, when I was super niched into motherhood, I would still have people who weren't moms come into my world, right? Even though I talked a lot about motherhood and that was a big piece of my content. I still had people who weren't moms come into my world. Now that I'm, you know, not as niched into network marketing and I'm talking about just all kinds of coaching, I still have people in network marketing come into my world. And when I was in, you know, niching really deep into network marketing, I still had people who were coaches and not in network marketing coming into my world, right? So you're still going to have people outside of your niche come into your world. So don't feel like, oh my gosh, now only these people are going to, you know, want to buy my thing or come into my world, you're still going to have all kinds of people come in, I promise. But what happens when you do niche down is you're going to bring more people in because now the people that do see what you're talking about, they're going to feel so much more connected to what you have to say. So if you're going to talk about self-care, think about what you could be talking about and who you want to be talking to, right? So you could be talking about self-care for women in their 30s or self-care for women under 30 or self-care for women who um are who are who have a full-time job or who work a lot or whatever it is because that's just going to help you create more specific content and the more specific your content is the easier it's going to be for people to connect with you so if people can feel like wow she's really talking to me that creates the deeper connection and that's when people feel more trustworthy of you. And when you can get people to feel connected and feel like they can trust you, that raises the temperature. And that's what gets people higher on the temperature scale. And that's what gets them excited to buy from you when they feel the connection and when they feel the trust. Does that make sense? So you could narrow down into lots of different things. Does that make sense? You could narrow it down into whatever, like it doesn't have to be, there's no like right or wrong. Like you could narrow it down into motherhood. You could narrow it down into women in your uh, under 30. You could narrow it down to women with, you know, busy jobs. You can narrow, like you can narrow it in to so many things. So it could be like, I help women um, living busy lives, find the joy, the peace and joy in their in their daily life through, you know, my self-care boxes or whatever it is. So, you know, like you can figure out how to narrow it in so that that specific type of person gets it so much deeper. All right. That makes perfect sense. This is my biggest struggle. Yay. So glad that was helpful. This was like a little niche mini training that this ended up being. <laughs> I love it. I could talk about niche all day long. So it is so good. 
All right, ladies. So I hope that this was helpful for you. Since we did talk so much about niche and niche is such a big part in growing and building your business and building your brand, being able to expand your brand. If you guys have questions, if you want to dig more into niche, you're still having like, you still need some clarity. You need some, some like real specific, you know, thought to go into it. Shoot me a message. I, we could either do like a 30 minute hash it out thing, or you can do a five um, day intensive with me, which is what a lot of my clients do when they're like stuck is they come to me for five day intensives. We hop in a chat and we talk back and forth for five days and it is like a brain buster over opener <laughs> those five days together because we're really able to dig into so much over that five day span and it is like you getting all of my brain juices for five days and you're able it, it like the clarity that happens just in that short amount of time is so juicy so if you guys want to um inquire about anything like that you can shoot me a message but i hope this was helpful so excited to dig into more of these free coaching fridays Super fun to be able to support you guys and give you guys, you know, tips and tricks and all of that good stuff. So thanks so much for hopping on, y'all. I will talk to y'all later. Bye.